Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Natalie, today we're talking about... Being shut up in your house for an indefinite amount of time because of coronavirus. COVID has touched the shores of America, and now it affects us, and now, suddenly, we care. Right. Well, I mean, I don't like talking about current events, because I assume that you guys are already reading about it. You don't need me to tell you what's going on. Today, we're going to talk about having fun at home. Fun at home. What could you do to occupy yourself at home with zero social interaction for the next two to three to six months? For the next question mark months. Months and months. We've never been faced with the prospect of having to stay home, everybody having to stay home for such a long time. This is going to be a long time, guys. What are we going to do to occupy ourselves? Because all the stuff that people like to do a lot, going to concerts, going to sports games, going to the bar, going to the club, going to the mall. All the stuff people like to do in order to like have fun are all stuff that's closed now. Yeah, and I was just thinking, what do I like to do, you know, in the spring? You know, I wake up, I do a bunch of work, decide between my morning and evening work, I'm gonna go take a nice long relaxing walk and I'm gonna go walk downtown or through campus. Well, there's a bunch of people there, can't do that. But you can go on a walk in the woods or like somewhere where there's not people. So that's my first thing on my list. I always like walking. It's very relaxing. It's calming, but it's also energizing. It right. makes you feel good. It gives you energy, but then it also removes energy from the part of your brain that worries. If I walk seven or eight miles in a day, I'll come back and at least for a few hours or maybe the rest of the day, my brain will just be tabula rasa. I usually have like a stream of consciousness that tells me to think about stuff. And if I just get that worn down, I just won't think about anything. It's great. It must be like being a really heavy NASCAR fan. <laughs> right, right. Like car go fast. I like it. <laughs> Makes my brain feel good. One of the other things about doing that is then you get vitamin D. It's estimated that maybe up to 50% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You can take vitamin D3 supplements. It's cholecalciferol, right? Yeah. But it's not as bioavailable as your own body making it from getting UV radiation. Even if you put on sunscreen, your body can still make vitamin D. Right. You can make up to 25,000 IU a day, assuming you have light skin and assuming you spend enough time outside and assuming you have enough of your body uncovered to expose it to make that, right? Right. Also, sunscreen blocks the part of the UV that gives you cancer and doesn't block the part of the UV that makes the vitamin D. So it's pretty much perfect. Apart from the sunscreen, it's free. Think about it. <laughs> I know about vitamin D because you started just giving them to me. You just slipped me one in the morning like a Mickey. <laughs> Well, I take them anyway. If you go outside, you're gonna make a lot more. It's like a little tiny rave in the morning. We get out little, they're like small glow sticks. I maybe makes my bones good. Think about that. When's the last time you broke a bone? I've never broken a bone. Exactly. What could you do with bones like that? Anything you wanted. Anything you, you could want. sit at home for months. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, taking walks and getting vitamin D is cool. But you know what else is cool that you can do while you're having fun in the house? Is weed. You mean smoke cannabis? Right. Or vape cannabis? Or eat it? Sure. Or what's, it, what's it called when you stick it up your butt? There's a bunch of slang words for it. 
I got directed somehow to r slash, and I forget the word. I forget what the word for it is. Well, they call it boof. Boof? B-O-O-F, yeah, but I don't, I feel like that's a little bit. It's like when they came out with the video game Cuphead, and I was like, that's a, that's a slur. Is boof a slur, or is it just, oh. I used to work selling pornography, and I've never heard that use word used in, like, any context in, like, gay porn videos, and, okay. like, they are never PC. Okay. <laughs> well, it may be if it's semantically neutral, then that's great. I have heard of people putting alcohol in their rectum and you absorb the alcohol, which seems to me like... I don't, yeah, I don't understand the allure of it. I've never stuck anything up my butt, though. That could I be... Could, that's, I could do that for fun in the house. That's definitely an inside activity. I've never, I've never tried, but now, maybe now's the time. Maybe this is, this is fate telling me that I need to start sticking things in my ass. The ass is your oyster. <laughs> it's everything's oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that'll fit up there. <laughs> Doing drugs. That's going to be on the menu. But, you know, maybe I'll start feeling like crazy. Like maybe I'll start getting a little like goofy after a while. You all start smoking weed when I go and do clay shit or something. That seems like a great way to... In my experience, it would be a great way for me to find a way to take 58 minutes to throw a mug. Yeah, you would take... It would a... be the most insane, beautiful mug you ever saw, but it would take 10 times longer than it ever should take. Like, I'm going to draw a picture. And then I smoke some weed and suddenly it's like three and a half hours later and I'm like zoomed in real close on the shoe, like drawing the texture on the side of the shoe. <laughs> I don't need to do this. <laughs> No one's even going to see this part. <laughs> <laughs> so I plan to do that during my my holiday. I like to think of it as the Covey sabbatical. Uh, staycation 2020. The great staycation. Sure. Why go somewhere when you can know somewhere? <laughs> this is our time that is like the equivalent of like working on yourself. It's like instead of going out and being on vacation and exploring the world... We are going to just like get real intimate with our houses. Yeah, that's actually my number one thing on my list. Now, I, I was trying to self-inspire because they say self-care. That's what you're supposed to do, which is sometimes you're supposed to do what you want, which is an idea that's never resonated with me because I always do what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's always that's like the main thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> what I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on the menu every day we eating good yeah right <laughs> you know if i'm gonna make a list of like oh i have all this time i'm not gonna make a list of like fun stuff to do i'm gonna make a list of like practical stuff i can get done to be productive and mm -hmm. one of my things is i'm gonna clean the house and i really get anxious when i have too much stuff i don't like having anything if i could live my best life with like 11 objects I would spend at least an hour a day thinking about which one I'm going to throw out so I can have 10. That is on my list of stuff I want to do when we're having fun at home, clean the house. It is on my list. You know, it really turned me on as if we got a dumpster. Do you think that you could still get a dumpster in these times of strife? Probably, because I think they just truck it over mm -hmm. and then you just put stuff in it and then they just truck it back and they throw the dumpster in the dump. Mm -hmm. I think they'll still do that. We need to get that happening because that would be great for me. I would just throw so much stuff away, clean the house up so good. Oh, uh, you know what I'm going to do? 
during our great staycation of 2020, I got hedge trimmers and I'm going to trim our hedges and make them nice and round and beautiful again. Not a euphemism. You actually got like- I have overgrown bushes in my front yard. You got an actual- honest to God, yard tool. I keep on calling it my chainsaw. <laughs> it's not that cool. It's just a, it's a hedge trimmer, but it's an electric one. So I'm going to like, I'm going to get in there. I've never trimmed a hedge with one of those, but I, I think I could probably do a pretty good job on it. You can do it. I think you ought to, I think you ought to do it sooner rather than later. If you cut yourself on it, then you're going to be there in the hospital and there's just, right, it's going to be a whole situation. Right. Don't wait until, like, things start really going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be me, and I'll have to sit in the ER for, like, four days before someone can, like, sew my hand back up. That would be a job for self-doctoring. That's what I call self-care. I gave myself self-surgery once because I had a mucosil, which is, like, my lip was just all swollen up. It was, like, a blocked salivary gland or something. I could get it to pop. But it kept on filling back up every single time it would. And it would get so big that I would just chomp on it all the time. I realized this is gross. Every time it would pop, it would just be filled with like totally water clear. And it was like very slightly snotty consistency. After I popped a few times and I kept on chomping on it, I got a little exacto and I cut like a little wedge out of it. And that was the end of it. And never got it back again. Because it would like seal itself back up and it's just... It's actually called marsupialization. It's a medical technique. I did it on myself. <laughs> and what's marsupialization like when they 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 cut like a wedge out of something like that so so it does not keep on filling back up well now i see what you mean when you said you're gonna keep it light today <laughs> sitting around all day just reading all the posts have like big red exclamation marks in their like important announcement we're getting intimate here we're having conversations about different ways you can be your own doctor i'm a very big fan of being your own doctor because i hate going to the regular doctor we don't really have regular doctors like our kid has a doctor mm -hmm. our kid has a doctor she goes back to every year and the doctor knows her like that's fantastic i'm yeah. really glad you guys have a relationship when i get sick i go to a building that used to be a bank <laughs> <laughs> i have a gynecologist Aside from that, I go to the bank, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last time I went, the last time I went to the urgent care, the doctor who looked like startlingly like Tim Heidecker sat on the desk, like the doctor desk that's built onto the wall, and he pulled up his pleated khakis a little bit to like loosen them. And he kind of leans on his knee and he goes, you know, guys our age should really get a primary care physician. And I was like, well, you have real insurance i don't <laughs> like i appreciate the suggestion but you know we're in two different worlds here buddy so you know my number one thing i'm gonna do while we are having fun at home probably play animal I'm crossing gonna play animal crossing if nintendo really cared about the world it would release animal crossing early they could have really picked up some goodwill points not that people hate nintendo unless they're like gamers but it would make the news and then people would think about it be like oh maybe i'll get that game i'm bored i'm bored as fuck and i keep on seeing people being all excited because they got released early and maybe i should get that shit i think you're right i think if they released it early and they said hey this is the game everybody wants and we're gonna release it early people who didn't know what it was would say why does everybody want it right these are like unique circumstances i think that the world deserves a present just like a goodwill like morale boost you know 
<laughs> I think the world did deserve a present, Natalie, and I think, unfortunately, it's unwrapping it right now. <laughs> well, this has been coming. This has been in the pipes forever. Not talking about how one day a real rain will come and wash the scum from the earth. I'm talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> So I think a lot of people, when they think about COVID or when they think about what's really going to happen, they tend to think zombie type. They think guns and ammo and they think zombies are going to try to get their stuff and they have to bullet them, right? Whereas your vision of the apocalypse is like taxi driver. It was bound to happen. And we were overdue for a fucking pandemic too. We're lucky that it wasn't Ebola or something. Think about it. I'm I'm trying to talk about Animal Crossing, though, not talk about how we're fucking overdue for a fucking cleansing rain. (laughs) I heard the new Animal Crossing will have various weather types, including cleansing rain. (laughs) A sterilizing fire. I heard that the new Animal Crossing is going to have some new fish. There's a couple <laughs> fish where I saw screenshots. It's like, that's a new fish. don't remember getting that one. I'm mostly looking forward to the rhymes of the fish. That are the best. The loach coach. The loach look, coach is the best one. Look at me. I'm the loach coach. <laughs> I'm the loach coach. That was from Wild World, I'm pretty sure. I'm excited about the fucking museum. I'm going to stock shit in that fucking museum. I heard that all the new music on Animal New Horizons is going to be, it's going to all be that instrumental hip hop, like when they play at the beginning of a vlog and it's just like cut it up sounds of people singing. You know, when they do that YouTube music and it's like, and it does that just like to the beat. <laughs> That's what it's all going to be. It's going to be really, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> it's not going to be just that jaunty, like, chiptune bossa nova, like, relaxing nature sounds to chill and study to. And they're going to have reap reap stuff. They're going to have EDM. <laughs> like, you know, when you watch Oddly Interesting mm-hmm. and it's just like the slime and somebody cuts the slime up. Yeah. It's just going to, it's going to be Reap Reap and it's going to be drone music. Like when somebody's flying their drone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw they had shit hats. What do you mean? Like hats that look like poops. I want the paper bag on my head. I saw they had that. That's good. That's going to be my look, I think. You know, I feel like when I was a kid, I feel like I feel like it was more popular that people would put a paper bag on their head so you couldn't see them. Or maybe it was like prevalent in cartoons, but I'll tell you, I once injured myself pretty badly. Uh, I was probably about four. My theory was that if I couldn't see what was happening, then nothing could happen to me. Sort mm-hmm. of like the observer effect. And it, if you thought about it in terms of a four-year-old, you know, I would go to sleep every night and I would have dreams, but then I would wake up and open my eyes and be like, that's not real because my eyes were closed. Easy logic to follow. And so I put a paper bag on my head and then I dove off of like the back of the couch onto the coffee table, like a backyard wrestling move. I just slammed my head on it. Yeah. I actually have slammed my head on very many things. 
At one of my one of my favorite things about working in a factory is that they made us wear hard hats and everybody else was like, ah, you know, the hard hat makes my head sweat. I hate wearing it. But for me, I would just walk through the factory dinging the pipes with my head like a bell, like that sucker saved me again. <laughs> like I hit my head. You I, always are hitting your head on shit. I have... <laughs> I've literally hit my head on things hundreds of times. And when you do it, you really bean it. You you like leave a gash on your head. It's like fairly common. Yeah, I <laughs> I have big dents on my head. I've hit my head so hard. I've seen stars. Our office that we record in has these sloped walls on the top because it's technically the attic. Anytime I've gotten close to the wall, I've ended up dropping something and I stand up right into the sloped wall. Yeah, or you hit your head when you're coming down the stairs. I don't even know how you do that. I am not, I'm not sure. I'm not that tall. I've never even come close to that. How, are you jumping down the stairs? Are you hopping down like a rabbit? I, no, I don't. I walk down the stairs totally normally and then it's like out of nowhere. I'm just dazed. You need to like maybe get a like a webcam and stick it up there so you can watch where your head's going. <laughs> it's just one of the one of the burdens I live with is having no proprioception. I was talking to somebody on our Discord the other day, and if you haven't signed up for that, it's at patreon.com slash garbage brain university it's a private server we all chat in there but i was talking with somebody on there and he said you know i'm afraid of heights but i i fight the fear of heights by going up on my roof and cleaning out my gutters and doing this and i was like don't do it and he was like well why what's the problem i just stand on the ladder i just don't like it and i was like oh i couldn't stand on the ladder i'd fall off the fucking ladder yeah yeah like, I just, I have no sense of balance, I'm, uh, and I don't know where my body is at any particular time. You make up for it in other areas. Because, I mean, there's, like, a lot of stuff I'm not good at at all. But there's other stuff I'm fucking great at. It. I think you're great at entertaining yourself while you're in the house. Because I think your preferred state is, like, being in an environment by yourself that you control. And then you can, like, focus on what you're doing. I'm a very introverted person, yes. And I can, I can certainly entertain myself for as long as I need too there's no question about it i could entertain myself for as long as i need to honestly i am getting cheesed off that i can't just recreationally go wander around talking to strangers maybe that's why i don't find going on walks that interesting because i don't want to small talk people and so i just walk it's just a walk. My main thing is I like to small talk with people until they say something weird. And then I'm like, really? Tell me about that. If you tell somebody, like you don't even have to, you don't have to coax it out of them a lot of the times. If somebody says something that's weird at all and you say, wow, tell me about that. They will. Mm-hmm. And then you can hear their weird shit. And that's, like, really cool to me. Well, I, I mean, I could fall talk people at parties and stuff, but when I'm, when I'm walking, as in going on a walk, I don't like talking. It's, like, what I want to do when I go on a walk is I want to get into a rhythm, and I just want to, like, not talk so I can just, like, think about something else until I get where I'm going. And so it's, like, I don't want to fucking chat. Let's just walk. Let's walk till we get there, and we can be done doing this. <laughs> I find the act of walking pleasurable. I, I like the rhythm and... I like listening to music and stuff, but uh, well, when I'm when I'm enjoying the walk, I either want to I want to like be able to just like have a train of thought and like 
that you also can't do that when you're talking. So like when I go out for a walk, like chatting with people is like not my goal. I either want to get to where I'm going or I want to have that that period of time where I can where I can get into enough of a rhythm and like be bored enough that it's just like being able to ride your own train of thought. So I'm going to probably spend a whole bunch of time soon doing ceramic stuff. Now you have a kiln and you have a potter's wheel and you just bought 300 pounds of clay, right? 300 pounds of clay, yeah. I got enough clay. And clay is cheap. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. That's the thing with having ceramics as a hobby. And this is one of the reasons why I have to clean is because, like, over the years, I accumulate art supplies. You just buy one or two little things, then you mess around, and you, like, paint something or draw something. Or But I've got bins and bins and bins of art supplies. I pads and pads of paper. I just need to organize it. Yeah. And then I've given some of it to Nona. She needs more paper, so you should. You should she needs to have. She needs to have somewhere to put all her art supplies. Maybe I'll just take all the bins of all my art supplies and say this is Nona's art supplies and put it in her room, and then she has. She to, can worry about it. She has to deal with it. That's your <laughs> chore now. These are yours. That'll be a lesson on materialism. Look at all this stuff. Now you have to take care of your stuff. Ever watch Fight Club? <laughs> Sometimes I think the art supplies controls me. <laughs> Who's really the project here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got a whole bunch of clay and think about what I'm going to do. I've been working on making mugs lately. I think I'm going to move on to something different. Can I, do you think I can reveal the concept of the friend mug? If you like, sure. Occasionally here on Garbage Brain, we'll throw out million dollar ideas. Just million dollars, million dollars. You're listening, you pick up, you make the million dollars off the idea. I don't have the time. I don't have enough capitalism in my heart to do it. I have mm -hmm. other things to do that are more fun and more creative and are worth like $5. <laughs> Here's the million dollar idea. Garbage Brain million dollar idea it's called the friend mug basically it's a mug envision in your mind close your eyes and envision a coffee mug it's a cylinder with a flat base and it has a handle on it you use the handle to hold the mug because the liquid in the mug's hot that's why you need a mug not a glass if it was room temperature or cold, you could just pick up the glass and drink it. Like you were some sort of child drinking a large glass of milk or somebody in the 50s. <laughs> now imagine you've got a hot, delightful beverage such as coffee or tea and you're drinking it out of the mug. Now imagine you have a friend. <laughs> The friend mug is a mug that has the cylinder of the mug, so it's a cylinder and a handle. The friend mug is two cylinders. They're attached because in times such as these where Covey runs rampant, <laughs> you do not want to put your mouth in your friend's mouth, right? <laughs> but you do want to put your mouths very close to each other while you drink. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. Just so no one coughs while they're drinking. <laughs> You and your friend each have your separate mugs and you sit on the table and you look at each other and you're just separated. Your liquid goes colder because there's not as much liquid there to there's, keep it warm. There's enough unity. The friend mug oh. is two cylinders of the mug attached together so they share the heat. 
through their connection. It's a metaphor for your connection with your friend. And then <laughs> you sit and you relax and you have a convo. Or if it's you, you don't have a convo. Whatever you like. And when you agree that it's time, one of you picks up the single handle on the friend mug and raises it up and starts to tilt. And you have to look at each other because you have to coordinate. And so you each take a drink out of your cylinder. But what do you have to sit right next to each other? Well, you guys are- How would you make eye contact to determine how you were going to arrange this drinking situation? Just peripheral vision. And it's not stranger mug. Stranger mug is when you have two different mugs. Because I don't want to get that close to a stranger, but your friend, you could sit next to your friend. You can sit so close that you need your cheeks touch while you drink. It's fine. You know each other. <laughs> Uh, I like how uh, me not liking to talk while I'm going on a walk has translated into me not wanting to have a conversation with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, no, it's absolutely not true. Natalie is one of the friendliest people I know. I that's the only reason why it's funny. Right. I am pretty introverted, though. You're not like Instagram webcomic introvert. You're just like somebody that reads books. Yeah, I'd I'd rather just read books and and be quiet if I have a choice. It's like basically my bag. When the three of us are in the house, me and Nona might be playing a video game where you have to hit something and the video game is screaming and we're screaming at the video game and you're just trying to fucking read a book. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. But you know, the thing is, is that my house was such a fucking clusterfuck because I can't read through that. (laughs) I can absolutely read through that. It's all good. Um, You know what I'm going to do also, aside from doing um, ceramics, I'm going to knit a bunch of stuff, probably work on some knitting. I'm also going to probably try to go through all of the yarn. I have a fucking giant amount of yarn. It's not organized at all. One of the best things to do when there's stuff you don't want is you just go through your friends and you say, hey, do you want this thing? And they might not ever use it, but most people won't turn down free stuff. So you just take all of this yarn or you might have 78 markers that are half full and you'd be like, you like art. Do you want 78 free markers? If somebody asked me that, I would say yes. That's your problem, buddy. I didn't use these markers and I'm an artist. Yeah, take... (laughs) Take these markers, and while you're at it, watch Fight Club. The markers control you now. Right. The possessions are now the possessor. (laughs) (laughs) The cleansing rain now has to be cleansed. What are you going to use for that? (laughs) The sanctifying flame. (laughs) Ah, judgment is nigh. <laughs> That's when I'm gonna call my island an Animal Crossing. By the way, Judgment is nigh. You only have ten characters. <laughs> you know, we have these video game systems where you can have like hundreds of gigs of space and install like special blood textures and stuff. And my island can have ten characters. It's just ridiculous. I know it makes me mad because I wanted to call my island. Plum Island, but that's 11 characters if I have the space in the middle of it. 
Can you just call it Plum? What's Plum Island? That's the one. That's that island off the coast of New York, like Montauk, where they do all the tests on animals for animal disease research. And like, that's maybe where they invented Lyme disease. (laughs) 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 So you're going to name it after the island where they do animal testing? Yeah. Like the government? Yeah. <laughs> I like the implication that your little your little character, your little guy in there is is like the manager. Yeah. And he's just there like giving all those animals Lyme disease to see what happens. People thought that's where the Montauk monster came from. Oh yeah. He escaped from there. What else on what else is on your list for stuff you want to do? I don't think anybody has yet figured out what anybody's doing with all the toilet paper. <laughs> Shitting their brains out. It's making me paranoid I don't have enough toilet paper, though. Maybe they know something we don't. I don't think the average American gets enough fiber in their diet. There's no way they get enough fiber in their diet. You need soluble fiber and insoluble fiber in your diet. And you should supplement. If you eat mostly like processed food, you should supplement with fiber. Right. That's one thing that people that eat a lot of vegetables have on us is they do eat a lot of fiber. It's incredibly healthy. Then they poop and it's great. And they barely need to wipe it all. I have several friends who are vegetarians. I should ask them about their... Call them. I'm in the middle of a podcast. I just want to know. How clean do they wipe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a podcast. I can't talk. Just just tell me. Just quick. Hurry up. <laughs> okay. On a scale from bird shit to rabbit shit. <laughs> what are we talking? Uh, I'd say 50% bird shit, 50% rabbit shit. Cocoa puffs with a chance of dried milk. <laughs> Everybody knows how to make s'mores outside over a campfire, but something that Natalie has even shown, like, many, like, eight or ten of our friends, like, we've been in a situation where we're all chilling, and it's like there's shitty weather outside or something, and Natalie will say, let's make s'mores, and then she sets them up. She sets them up because then the person's like, yeah, but it's, like, raining outside. And then Natalie goes, have you ever made s'mores on the stove? And they're like, no. (laughs) And we all go and turn on the gas stove and stand around the gas stove making s'mores on it. Right. We just need to get some graham crackers and marshmallows because I I got Hershey bars because I got, like, a small supply of Hershey bars so I could placate our our child, like, when she is, like, three weeks deep and not having anything to do. So if you haven't done it, turn on your gas stove. You can make s'mores on the gas stove. You don't need anything except natural gas. And if you want to make s'mores while you're watching TV, then you get a coffee mug and you put a tea light inside of it and you light the tea light and then you can make it over that because it kind of like directs the heat up from the candle and you can do it over the mug. That's what we used to do. There was a period right when, uh, was it Flavor of Love? Yeah, probably. It was right when Flavor of Love came on TV where we figured out how to do that. Part of the bonus is that it takes an extremely long time to make s'mores over a candle that you're supposed to put in one of those Bath and Body Works oil diffusers. So you you hold the marshmallow over it for like 10 or 15 minutes. So it really kind of slows you down. You know how like 
when you're a kid, your mom is like, slow down, you're going to eat too much before your body sends the signal that you're full. With the candle s'mores, you can do exactly one marshmallow at a time. But when we did those ones, that was back when we were really gourmeting it up and we had Icelandic chocolate that was like the really super fancy shit. And then I made the marshmallows by hand. That was like during or on the rising crest of like one of the times we got a little fat. (laughs) Man, I can get fat. Now to give us credit, Natalie, it would have been really useful like 2000 years ago. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying like, I am like, I will be real with you. I am like a yo-yo dieter. That's just like, it's, it's very easy for me to get fat. And whenever I get fat, it's always because I've been eating way too much. There's like no mystery to it. That's how they, (laughs) (laughs) that's how they get you every time. Right. That's just life, baby. It's just life, baby. Sometimes I'm going to look good. Sometimes I'm going to get, I'm going to look fat. Which one are you going to get? Roll the dice. Find out. (laughs) Fat Natalie or like not fat Natalie. Let's see what happens. That's the other thing though, is I can lose weight real fast. <laughs> you got in a weight competition the last time you had a job. You got in a weight competition. Also, this was the job you had where everybody, people were like psychotically unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That was the job you had where people would do potlucks and they would bring in a crock pot and the crock pot would just be full of hot sausage. They just put sausages in it. Yeah. And then there was that guy where he would get the nacho cheese, like the can of nacho cheese that you're supposed to dip chips in, and he would make it in a bowl and eat it like soup. He would eat that for lunch every day. Oh, every day? Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I I got in that weight loss contest. That's like, oh, they don't know about me. And it's like the first week I dropped 14 pounds and I just didn't lose anything for the rest of the time. (laughs) 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 And I still won. (laughs) Like, oh, Natalie lost 14 pounds this first week and no one ever caught up. That was it. You you won, like, not a token prize. You didn't get a gift ham. You got, like, 50 bucks or something, didn't oh, you? Oh, it was more than 50 bucks because everyone, everyone ponied into the pot. Oh, shit. And whoever won got it. And I think I got, like, 120 bucks or something. Wow. Speaking of gambling, you know what I'm thinking I'm going to do while we're in COVID isolation? I'm going to get back into illegally gambling. Yeah. I very, you know, I dabbled in it for a while. I sent that money off to Serbia. Do you still have some Serbian money? So I had to convert it into bitcoins. (laughs) Oh no, you don't have anything left now. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to figure out how to do that because they've done stuff now on the gambling site where you can gamble on real world events. And uh, I dabbled in it like a guy I know was like, hey, I'm doing an illegal gambling ring. Do you want to get in? And I was like, obviously. Obviously. And so we uh, <laughs> did some very small scale illegal gambling. And so I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'll get in. I'll send, you know, another 40, 50 bucks to Serbia and let's run it up. Let's make it big. I'm sure nothing bad will happen. How are you going to send that money to Serbia without going to the post office? I think I may have to buy Bitcoins and send them in again. Hmm. Here's the catch with the Bitcoins, though. This is the easy part. If you were 
like one of those guys with a Ferrari and you bought Bitcoins when they cost $50 and now they cost, you know, it's going to be a couple days till we put this out. So they could either be $2,000 or $10,000. <laughs> but however much they cost and then you take all the money out, like you get taxed on it. But here's the great thing. This is the silver lining with gambling illegally is you put the Bitcoins in and then Serbian poker bots steal all your money and your money's gone. You don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. You lost the money. Right. Think about it. <laughs> That's a good, good plan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're probably going to have to watch some shows on TV. You know what I want to watch? I want to watch all the rest of Love is Blind. Those people, like, I don't understand, like, what's going on with them. There was one lady on there who was subtitled as content creator. And I was like, you, you go get that normal person. <laughs> get your normie girl. You can do it. <laughs> That's where the health insurance is, bitch. <laughs> go and run and get your man. <laughs> get that sweet, sweet fucking dental insurance. <laughs> That's solidarity. <laughs> need to stand up for other people who are willing to marry normal to get that health insurance. <laughs> we should have. Uh, we should. We should uh, have an open relationship and get some like a third person in on this who has health insurance. Someone who's like, we need to marry a third person who also like doesn't want to have sex with us. Now you're talking. If you're an asexual with health insurance who's interested in getting in a three-way marriage where you will provide health insurance to us and never, ever, ever have sex with us. You can live in the garage. That's fine. It gets once every two weeks, it gets up to about 2000 degrees. It gets real hot in the garage once in a while. But you can just be at work because if you have health insurance, that's where you are. Yeah. I'll try to fire my pottery when you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm not? Like, when it's cooling down, your your room's going to be toasty. What do they call it? What is it? Higgy or whatever they call it. Oh, like Denmark. Higgy. That's what we're doing right now. That is what we're doing right now. 2020 is the year of Higgy. We're all getting Higgy. Staying home and drinking cocoa. Waiting until this whole thing blows over. (laughs) That's what we forgot to get. We forgot to stock up on cocoa. I think what we are definitely not going to do until, like, further on in the COVID is start making cookies and shit. Like, I want to give that a minute. (laughs) We can't start out with that, or else we would come out wide. We, <laughs> we can't start with the cookies. Like, when I'm talking about cooking, I'm talking about, like, let's get wild. Like, I'm going to get on Google, and I'm going to finally find out what Zaatar is. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to when people get acclimated and they start getting bored because I think things are going to get weird. I think people are going to start making really weird art. I think people are going to start making really weird and fucked up memes. I think that people are, it's going to be like, like a weird renaissance. Because I remember what things were like, right, like right after September 11th, like out of nowhere, things got really weird because people were like so shooken up and they didn't know what they, it was okay to joke about anymore. And so, so shit got really weird for a while. I think it's actually going to be now in 2020 when things are 
going to be interesting because ultimately making something creative means you have to be by yourself, like with a blank canvas, mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. And you have to eliminate external stimulus if you want to find out what's in your own mind, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things I was going to do, and I'm still planning on doing it, but I would, of course, like to hear from you. Hop on Discord. If you're on the Discord, let me know. Uh, one of the things I was going to do was go to a sensory deprivation tank because one of the things I like to do that helps to get my subconscious out, you talk to the other parts of your own brain and you kind of draw out what's in there. That's what creativity is to some extent. Mm -hmm. If you eliminate external stimulus and you're just there with your own brain, you can think of new things. Your brain creates things to fill in the space. And so that's why I wanted to go do sensory deprivation tank. Of course, right now is not a great time to go to a public facility and just soak in their water. <laughs> yeah, so I've, <laughs> I've postponed these plans. I'll be interested to see how easy it is to get people to come back because I think that people are going to like go home and get like slightly deprogrammed because the American workforce is so totally abused by the people who run it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that people having a chance to work from home, developing a taste for like seeing their kids and seeing their dog and getting to sit on the couch. Like very regular things, like people are going, it's gonna be hard to get people to come back from that. And once people figure out that, you know, corporations could snap their fingers and say, okay, we're gonna uncap everybody's data on their data plan. And corporations can snap their fingers and say, okay, you know, you don't have to pay your mortgage this month. And we're going to make it illegal for landlords to charge you rent this month. Not that that's necessarily going to happen in America, but they've done it in other countries. Right. And they're going to snap their fingers and say, okay, this has actually happened in Columbus is the mayor said, okay, you can't evict anybody for a month. Yeah. People start to taste like, okay, so all of these things could be benefits. It could be that people could have always gotten paid time off. What does all of this situation look like if people had, I don't know, universal health care? I don't know. What if people had universal basic income? I don't know. Wild ideas. There's also an element of people have been conditioned by corporations and by their bosses. So it's like people are conditioned to just like you work all day long and then the rest of your time you're you're expected to be a consumer all the time. You're expected to hop from store to store to Starbucks to dinner to different restaurant to here to there to there to there to there to there. And and they make you feel guilty when you're not when you're not being a, a, an active enough consumer. And I think that that is going to break down a little bit also. People are going to realize that, you know, actually you can have like an actual life of substance without having to jump through corporate hoops all day long. You need to be out getting your breakfast at Starbucks and your dinner at the at wherever. Yeah, you need right? to get your Starbucks coffee and then you need to go and get some Panera for lunch and you need to go to, uh, as long as you're bleeding out all the fucking money you have to every corporation on a regular basis. That's all they're really worried about when it comes to people. And by the way, Panera is like the ultimate fucking place to go to eat when you're at work. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, it's never good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten at Panera. It's always like you get like a sandwich that's like 30% as good as it could be. And then if you get the soup, it's like all xanthan gum. 
Yeah. Man, this shirt tastes like hot water and thickeners. <laughs> mm, thick water. Mm, love that thick mouthfeel. <laughs> uh, you know what the main thing I'm going to do when we're on our fun time, home time, Kobe vacation? I'm going to be in the Discord chatting with all our people on the Discord. And if you're bored, you should subscribe to our podcast. And you can also be on the Discord. We already got the book club. We're going to be playing Animal Crossing and sharing friend codes. We are going to be doing live listens on podcasts as they are released. We have one free episode of Garbage Brain a week. One paid episode for subscribers only a week. Really, the Discord is a gem. The people there are all so nice. Yeah, so come by, check it out, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. This episode, along with all other episodes, was brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Proud sponsor of Garbage Brain University. Harlem Township, they probably don't even have Kobe there, that's how nice it is. Have a fun house arrest. I hope that you got toilet paper. Keep your ankle bracelet tight, player, and we'll talk to you again soon. Good night. Good night. Love you. Ha 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 